Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is about one of India's oldest and much loved company that's Maruti Suzuki which is India's largest car manufacturer. It has been through a lot in the last few years we've read about that in the newspapers and uh, but this article traces uh, the topsy turvy ride of the company and where they are now as compared to where they were 5 years back when things were quite grim to talk about it all joining me is n madhavan forbes india's deputy editor and head of outstation bureaus hi madhavan thanks for doing this hey abhishek uh, madhavan just to give a brief background to the listeners let's go back to july 2012 when uh, maruti faced a crisis or a tragedy of sorts could you briefly describe what happened at manesar and how bad was the discontent among the workers and why yeah i think the problem in manesar for maruti was building up over time this gruesome incident that happened in july resulted in an employee getting killed and a lot of others being injured i think it was the lowest point that maruti could see itself when it when it came to labor relationship but the, the story that we are talking of is not just about the labor problem the last 5 years has been pretty tough on maruti on many fronts labor is one there have been issues with regard to foreign exchange volatility with regard to sudden shift in demand by consumers from petrol cars to diesel cars and increasing competition with companies like ford nissan and renault entering the compact car segment the model life cycles were shrinking from 10 to 15 years to about 5 years so uh, last 5 years was a very difficult time for maruti and uh, it created a lot of challenges for the car maker which saw its market share dropping to its lowest level of 38% so the challenges were many and yet you write that in spite of facing these challenges in in these areas you say that it's a far better company today than it was 5 years back even a big company like maruti can get its act together so with this backdrop what is the cover story about see maruti's traditional strength has always been its distribution network and manufacturing excellence but the changes in the last 5 years really threw up the question whether these two strengths are adequate for a company like maruti and the results was very clear that they were not enough the realization among the management that they needed to change and they needed to do things differently was i think the first big step that the company took where did they begin this journey what they did is not linear they did many things around the same time so i can go one after the other the first thing they looked at was uh, uh, you know the foreign exchange hedging see in 2010 11 there was a huge volatility in the forex market and that really caught maruti in the wrong foot the rupee yen equation became very adverse unlike many other global players maruti continued to keep a high import content other global players such as ford or hyundai have managed to increase the local content to levels which was much higher than maruti as the forex volatility hit maruti its import content was still a high 28% so as the rupee yen equation became adverse maruti's margins were hit by as much as 7 to 8% because of higher import content and they worked with their vendors and all that and finally they were able to reduce it from 28% to 15% the second part they focused was on increasing the exports maruti had always kept its export around 10% so they decided to increase that and they began looking at new markets so to solve some problems at home they sought solutions abroad yeah it is about the natural hedge if you export you export in dollars to that extent even you can import right so the exports were very critical 
the other problem was this of the sudden shift in demand to diesel cars that again happened around 2010-11 when the gap between petrol and diesel prices began to widen india deregulated its petrol prices while continuing to regulate the diesel prices so this meant that the petrol prices kept moving up whereas the diesel prices more or less remained flat this saw people shifting to diesel car and mass and this was a very sudden development happened within a matter of months and maruti was caught completely off guard because it was never a diesel player and uh, till then only about 17% of the cars they sold were diesel cars and what made matters even worse for maruti was that it could not depend on its parent for any help because suzuki was also a predominantly a petrol player so this created a huge problems for maruti on two fronts one it was not able to supply that many diesel cars in the market on the other hand it was not able to sell its petrol cars even when it was offering huge discounts because the demand was for diesel cars so that year i think maruti saw its market share dropping to about 38.3% which was its lowest ever it was 45% only a couple of years ago before that so it was a big drop yes a big drop so maruti then tied up with fiat which was supplying them the diesel engines and uh, ramped up the capacity they were able to over time regain some of the market so here's a question madhu you said three things one is the big exchange rate fluctuations because of which they decided that hey let's have local procurement then they figured out a way how to deal with indians preference towards diesel cars these are big decisions at the top and they also managed to execute them what explains that so is it the top management is it the attitude where they spotted a problem moved quickly and uh, pretty much resolved it i thought i think the management had very little choice both the exchange volatility and the uh, shift in demand for diesel cars needed very quick answer you know indian companies are usually blamed for not having a good r&d centers or product innovations is not the forte of indian companies how good or bad is maruti in that regard maruti was not known for both uh, technology and product launches very rapid product launches Maruti when it started in the 1980s was almost a monopoly there was no great necessity for them to come out with products very quickly with competition rising they had to be quick off the block cut the lead time to the market the problem for maruti was very simple much of their r&d was being done in japan and that r&d center caters to not just india it caters to japan it caters to india indonesia us and many other markets so there was always an issue of time the lead time was always high the need for very quick product launches and the need to understand the local customers better has finally forced maruti to set up a full fledged r&d center in india it is coming up in rohtak they've done a few things in technology too right yeah when maruti took the controlling stake sometimes in you know the middle of the earlier decade then i think they started really uh, trying to look at bringing in new technologies and that is when they started working on things like this auto gear shift technology and all that and now for the first time maruti has a technology which others are trying to ape right and it's great for the customers too isn't it but we are already spoiled for choice and then you have maruti who does things keeping in mind the mileage too they've always said that their cars are of superior mileage their advertisements of let's say kitna deti hai how much does your car give it's all revolving around mileage yeah i think the challenge for maruti has always been in terms of technology is bringing the technology at the right cost it's easy to bring put lot of technology into a car but that makes a car pricey 
and maruti being a player in the comp- predominantly in the compact car segment it has to be really careful about what technology it puts at what cost fuel efficiency is one such element which is very critical for a purchaser of a compact car what is the immediate future the last question what does the immediate future for the company look like i think maruti is today a much better company than what it was 5 years ago it is much more lean it's much more flexible it's plugged the product gaps earlier maruti was not in the like in the premium sedan segment they are going to launch a couple of products for in the compact suv segment see earlier the situation in maruti was this invariably three out of four uh, car buyers bought a maruti car they stayed with the company for a while then they had to shift to another company because they did not have an option to upgrade there were no sedan available there was no suvs available but now i think maruti has plugged that gap it will soon go by what the company executives are saying have vehicles from up to about 15 lakhs which means that maruti can hope to retain its loyal customers for lifetime exciting times lie ahead for for the company i'm urging all you listeners to get hold of this cover story read it reads uh, as much as a case study and an interesting story of a huge company which was going through a lot of tough times and did uh, just the right things to get back in action in quick time thank you madhavan for the story and for your time on this podcast thank you thank you abhishek and uh, all you listeners you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com as well as on itunes and to have someone call you for a forbes india subscription just message forbes to 51818 Thank <laughs> you.